Hello and welcome to another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. Uh, joining me this week is the wonderful streamer, game developer, auteur, I'll say, to start with <laughs> expectations really high, Nina Freeman. Nina, thank you so much for joining. Aw, thanks. What a nice intro. I'm, oh. I'm okay, I guess. <laughs> I do ga- video game things. Here yeah, we are. <laughs> you certainly do. <laughs> uh, but today... You won't have to design a dang thing, I promise you. Uh, All we're doing here today is running through uh, this vaunted list of questions that I have here in front of me. But what's a list without a couple ground rules? So let's just set the stage early here uh, for ground rule number one. You can take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffices, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of that answer, I want to hear that short story. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Ground rule number two, I don't think there's anything nuts in here. There's nothing political. There's no gotcha questions. But if you want to pass, you can pass. No worries whatsoever. Cool, cool. Uh, Ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, some of these are... You know, semantics-wise, definitely not a question. They're just a (laughs) sentence I put a question mark at the end of. Uh, Some of them, not even that. End with a period. I might ask a follow-up question. There might be more than 99. Don't worry about that part. Uh, But, that being said, the first of those non-questions. Nina, are you ready? Yes. Wonderful. It's always better when they agree. At the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm not ready. I take it back. Just kidding. It really there... should be 69 questions, though. Oh, <laughs> I, I, do have, I do have a good juicy 69th question okay, here. That's what I needed. You got to start anti- anticipations high. <laughs> uh, question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? Uh, perfect breakfast is bacon and eggs with cheese. Mm. A lot of cheese and pepper. Ooh. That's all. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep adding. <laughs> what kind of eggs is the key question? Oh, I'm actually living on a farm right now for a bit, a small like family farm. So wow. we get fresh fucking chicken eggs from the coop, and I swear you you don't you have to try it someday. Fresh eggs taste unreal. They're so good. I could imagine. I, I've. I, I, I don't even know what to improve on for regular <laughs> eggs, but yeah, that sounds amazing. Fresh as heck. Super wow. good. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty perfect to me. Oh, yeah. Question two. Who's the coolest dude? The coolest dude? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I mean, probably, probably Keanu Reeves. He's the first person that came to I, I I just love him. Yeah, I don't think I could find an argument against that. That's <laughs> yeah. Although, also, like I don't know why I'm thinking of celebrities instantly. I feel I actually almost said Leon from Resident Evil Two Remake because I just played that. So, like maybe him too. I don't know. There's a lot of good boys out there. That's pretty good. There's a good boy. There's a good dog next to me. He's good. <laughs> I think think in the history of this show, a dog has won this question more often than not. Um, Of course. So uh, it would set a good precedent, but I I like all of those. Good, good. 
Uh, question Sorry, I'm giving you so many answers to like each question already. Believe me. I was actually, <laughs> a couple episodes, I was a guest on another podcast where they uh-huh. like reversed it on me, basically, and Ooh. asked me a series of these. And every one of them, I was like, well, I'm going to cheat and give three answers because yeah. I don't have a good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I understand where you're coming from. Don't okay, worry. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I didn't realize how tough it was to answer these on the spot until I had to do it and go like, oh, right. Uh, I don't know. Here's four different yeah. responses. <laughs> uh, question number three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Fish. Easy. I'm from Massachusetts, a coast, a coast town, so I grew up eating seafood. It's my favorite. Coming from New Jersey right here, oh, you, you yeah. take a trip down to the shore. Oh, there's nothing that beats it. Oh, yeah. I get that. Love it. Uh, question four. Best gift you've ever gotten? Best gift. Best gift. Well, this is kind of corny, but maybe that's what makes it good. Last Christmas, it was my partner, Jake, and I exchange, decided to exchange gifts on Christmas Eve, at least in part. And he proposed to me as a <gasps> present. And Aww. it was very cute. And I didn't expect it somehow and it was hilarious because my gift to him was just in comparison okay so he proposed to me and like you know whatever that was amazing and then I was like okay here's my present it was a fucking Rubik plushie from Dota 2 and I was like I look like such an asshole that's amazing. He's got to know that if he's doing that, you got to save it for the main event. You can't have someone follow you and be like, here's a candle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. It was hilarious, though, and probably he loved it, so it was, like, cute in the end, but I also just made fun of myself, like... <laughs> for the rest of that vacation it was it was great <laughs> that's tremendous <laughs> it's a cute plushie so no regrets <laughs> love rubik it was a close second it yeah. was like just barely not there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh question five what's the best gift you've ever given i mean that rubik plushie probably <laughs> yeah i don't know if i could think of a better one honestly that <laughs> that takes the cake it's pretty great uh, question six, what did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? I wanted, I think the earliest job that I wanted, like when I was re- a really a little kid, like in kindergarten class, they were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think I said paleontologist because I loved Ooh. dinosaurs. That's probably the earliest thing I liked. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're... I just grew up around like, you know, Jurassic Park, Dinotopia. I loved that. Oh, so yeah. I was very into dinosaur stuff. I can't believe Yeah, I mean, what was it? 94 was Jurassic Park. Anyone oh, yeah. who grew up around that time, like, uh-huh. I probably still have dinosaurs around this room yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like, it's absurd. Yep. Uh, question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? That's the largest animal I could beat in a fight? <laughs> probably, like... Okay, probably like a mosquito. <laughs> wow. Confirmed destroyed a mosquito once. <laughs> That's my answer. Destroyed it. It never came back. <laughs> no, no, no. Won't I don't show I don't its face around mosquitoes. here anymore. Anything bigger than that, I don't I don't know. I would make someone else deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Even a house flies like I don't got the time. <laughs> I actually like would rather vacuum them up than fight them. 
for reals. Does a vacuum count as a weapon? Then maybe houseflies I, I've fought. I've seen enough <laughs> Luigi's Mansion that I would say it counts. Yeah. Okay, then maybe that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, question number eight. Who's someone you look up to? Aw, this is a good question. I feel like I should have an answer right off the top of my head, but it's another one where a lot of people come to mind. I think my favorite um, figure, I mean, I'm a game developer and a streamer, so I, I think of that field. And I would say Soraya Saga, who was one of the original writers on Xenosaga mm. and a bunch of other like old school JRPG games. I've always been a big fan of her and admirer of her. Um, and I've read a lot of her, like, I don't know, just some of her backstory. And she had like an old DeviantArt or live journal or something. And I've read it. And I just thought that was cool that I could find like this famous designer who had like a live journal. I found it oh. relatable. So I would say I really look up to her and I love those games. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, question nine. First album you bought with your own money. <gasps> <laughs> That's a hard one. Probably no. The first one I'm thinking of is Spice Girls, but my mom probably bought that mm. with my own money. Oh my god! Okay, with my own money, probably the Card Captor Sakura soundtrack. Oh boy, these are so on brand answers. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm always on brand from <laughs> from birth. Uh, yeah, the Cardcaptor Sakura soundtrack, which I still have, I ordered it off eBay when I was a kid. I totally, like, stole my dad's credit card to do it, probably, and then paid him back or something. But I'm pretty sure I paid for that with my own money somehow. <laughs> that is tremendous. Yeah. Uh, number 10, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my gosh. You know, I only first did karaoke, like... For the first time ever, only a couple years ago. Actually, is that true? I only got into it a couple years ago, so this is pretty fresh for me. That's fair. Um, and karaoke is the last thing I did before quarantine started, so I'm like, I have my nostalgia as many layers deep. At this Went point. out with a bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so based on that, I think probably. Why is it this song? I always end up singing Kiss with Kiss from a Rose, Kiss by a Rose, oh, that seal, seal song. Yeah. Um, I always end up singing that. My mom used to listen to that when I in the car when I was growing up a lot. She had it on cassette tape. So I have a lot of good memories of that and I end up singing it at karaoke usually. That's a good because especially you can get the crowd into it doing the da 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 like uh -huh. oh yeah. You're gonna yep. you're gonna vibe to that one. <laughs> Uh, question 11. What's the last song that you listened to? Uh, let's see. I can look. Probably. Does Spotify have that feature? It does. I was listening to Anamanaguchi's Capsule Silence album. It looks like the last song I listened to on it was Pearl. Of mm. the Gucci Boys. They're good. <laughs> the Gucci Boys. Yes. That's great. <laughs> <clears throat> Question 12. What's a band or musical artist do you want to hear more from? Hear more from? Ooh. Um, um, oh, my gosh. I'm blanking on her name. Shy Girl. My favorite artist mm. I discovered this year is Shy Girl. Um, I'm trying to find her song really quick because uh, there's a song of hers that I love. Shy Girl, I'm on Spotify right now as we speak. 
Getting the definitive answers. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she has this album, Cruel Practice, from 2018. Mm-hmm. And I think the song is called Nasty, it, or it could be Rude. It's one of those two on the album. And I'm working on this horror game right now, and the game kind of started as an idea while I was listening to those songs, to that oh. album. So, And she's been like releasing new stuff recently, too. So I'm always looking forward to more from her. Shy girl. Shy girl, okay. one word. She's Shy great. girl. Very cool. Uh, 13, what's a song that brings the most emotion out of you? Oh, um, God, there's a lot. I have emotional reactions to a lot of songs, but my most like nostalgia heavy one is probably, I used to, I grew up listening to a ton of Ayumi Hamasaki, um, famous J-pop star. And I love her song Fly High, but specifically one of these remixes of it. Let me see if I can find which oh. remix it is. Uh, the Voodoo and Serrano remix on Cyber Trance presents IU Trance 2. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> and I have been listening to the song since I was a kid. Blasted it in so many car rides. I can't even count. I just, yeah, that one brings brings it out in me. <laughs> wow. that I, I love that. <laughs> I'm going to need to check this out. That's oh, so, so uber good. specific. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I love it. But like, it's so specific, but also I've met a lot of other like folks in my adult life that also listened to a lot when they were younger, especially people who grew up in sort of like anime fan site, like fan listing culture. I think this yeah. album was like pretty popular in that, in that space on the internet. So yeah Ah, i've run into people who know and i'm like oh my god (laughs) yes i could probably recognize a couple from some like amv videos Uh exactly it's Uh, totally in like a zillion amvs i am sure (laughs) uh, that's great uh 14 what's your favorite music video this is a good question probably i forget which song it is exactly but it's that TLC music video that looks very kind of sci-fi and they're wearing all those like almost robot girl looking outfits. And it's from, I think it's a song on crazy, sexy, cool. I could be wrong, but it's the one. And they also have like amazing hairstyles that are probably really trendy now. But I think at the time I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is like some sci-fi shit. Yep. Um, I just love like, honestly, Probably all of TLC's music videos are my favorites, but that's the one that sticks out to me. I know the exact one you're talking about too, and yeah, I can't yeah. think of the name either. Because like either. one of them I has the it. braid like uh-huh, in a yeah, circle yeah, yeah. of and yes. she's and yeah. one's in the feathery outfit and she's on the white swing. Oh my god. <laughs> They're iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh question fifteen. You've got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Uh, I can only pick one charity. Sure. Okay. I <laughs> Very think loose I rules pick, on this one. I would pick, actually, I'm not sure what specific one, but as far as, because it would take some research, but I have a younger brother who has autism and he's nonverbal. So he's like very much in need of assistance, like throughout his life. Mm. So I would donate to a charity that helps kids with autism in that kind of situation or actually adults. He's like an adult now. 
Um, he's my little brother though. So I'm like, Oh, he's, you know, my kid (laughs) brother, but he's totally an adult. Um, but yeah, one of the ones that supports that, that kids who are on that part of the spectrum for sure. hundred percent. Yes. Great one. Uh, 16 favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. I feel like this has changed a lot for me over the course of my life. When I was a kid, definitely Christmas because I got presents. (laughs) (laughs) I liked those. But as an adult, I think Halloween's way more fun because I like costumes and seeing everyone dress up. And I never really make anything intense myself, but I enjoy the culture around it more than other holidays, I think. So, yeah, probably Halloween. It's a a great one, especially having just had it. It's just like... You know, it's it's a good vibe in the air. The weather's changing. Uh-huh. It's a whole holiday based around candy and drinking. Like, yeah. how do you oh, not so love it? <laughs> so good. Uh, 17, what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? I always get an Americano with room for milk, and I put some sugar in it, and I get usually like a 16-ounce that's like very consistently what I get. Nice. <laughs> <Basic>. Okay. <laughs> the usual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 18. Spell the word gray. Gray. G R E Y. I guess it could also be A Y. I forget. <laughs> no one, one knows. <laughs> no one knows. Uh, what's your prized possession? My prized possession is. I have this external hard drive that has basically my entire like computer history on it, like all my computers since I was probably in middle school. Oh wow! Um, and like all my photos from all my cameras over the years because I used to I used to be like really into photography stuff when I was younger. Um, and has all my old AMVs. It has, I've downloaded all of my old blogs from the Wayback Machine Holy from childhood. Cow, yeah. Wow. And I have, I have this external hard drive. I actually have it backed up twice just in case that has like an archive of all that stuff. So that's like what I take in an emergency. That's like the, the thing that I have to take with me. <laughs> wow. That is so cool to, to have like that time capsule mm-hmm. going back so far. Yeah. I love it. It's very, it's important to me. And for like my game development work, it's essential because so much of my stuff has been based on like personal things from my past. And so I use it for reference all the time. That's so great. I, I recent, well, recently during the quarantine at some point, Time is all a blur at that point, oh, but yeah. um, I went through, I had an old laptop that, like, the screen was broken, and this mm-hmm. was from, like, I don't know, 2010 or something I had this Ooh, laptop nice. from, maybe even older, and um, it was just sitting around, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, like, salvage it for parts, basically, like, take the yeah. RAM out, see if I can get anything from there, take the hard drive out, and I plugged the hard drive into my computer I have now, and going mm-hmm. through photos... Oh, yeah. documents like from high school and all this stuff mm-hmm. and just it's it is a trip to oh, go yeah. back that far and be like oh my gosh like I made animated gifts of me and my <laughs> friends at the time and I was like oh my it's half the most embarrassed, embarrassing thing in the world and then the other half is like you're just yearning to like I want to do more of this <laughs> yeah it, I, I get that feeling when I look at it too and oh. I recommend if you didn't don't forget to go like 
I always, it's easy to forget certain places to look on your computer. If you didn't clear your downloads folder from back then, that's usually a really interesting place to look too. So if you haven't, I recommend it. (laughs) That is amazing. Yes. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Where where were we here? We went off on a tangent. Uh, 20, uh, are you competitive? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think I'm very competitive. I didn't think of myself that way when I was younger maybe but I think I was like just lying to myself I'm very competitive and I like to win <laughs> nice uh, 20... but I won't be sad if I lose I'm not a sore loser but I am competitive Ooh, okay. there we go <laughs> there's a distinction there Usually. for sure <laughs> uh, 21 do you consider golf a sport yeah absolutely I mean it's a game with a long long history so uh, that has been played competitively for so long. I don't know. I don't see how you could argue against it being a sport, to be honest. That's fair. Uh, 22, have you ever played any sports? Uh, let's see. I mean, recreation. Like, I've played tennis for fun or whatever, like, twice, maybe. <laughs> but I was never a sports person like i didn't play any you know in high school or whatever it's probably when people typically get into them yeah Uh, i was a theater kid so that's all i had time for i gotcha okay uh 23 favorite sport to watch favorite sport to watch dota 2 (laughs) very on brand very (laughs) on brand uh 24 theme parks I love theme parks. Yes. Actually, I haven't really gotten to go to many in in my life, sadly. But when I have gone, I loved it. I loved it. And I think the thing that I associate with them the most now is that when I was writing my fucking thesis, this is so nerdy. I was writing my thesis, which was about video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was a, sort of about working on Sybil, um, this game that I worked on with my friends that we made. And... A lot, a big part of that was looking at environmental storytelling as, you know, a sort of design framework. And in that research, I came across a really good article in, it was like an old blog post on Gamma Sutra from one of the like lead designers at Disney, lead theme park designers. And it was all about environmental storytelling as they use it in Disney theme park design. And I just found it so fascinating thinking about how like, you can do environmental storytelling design in the real world in physical spaces spaces and how to like kind of apply that to my own practice in digital spaces. Um, So yeah, I think theme parks are really cool because there's that, that kind of shared design thinking between their work and like our work in digital level design. So yeah, if you go to Disney, like keep, environmental storytelling in mind and like look for how they're using it it's really obvious once you're looking for it it's very cool wow i love that yeah uh 25 dubbed the ron bennington after famous radio personality you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds a random mix of boys and girls are coming down to the ring to fight you how many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight zero i'm so weak like i said i can only kill a mosquito <laughs> all right they're nine-year-old mosquitoes coming down to the i room. would just <laughs> submit and die 
I would just be done. That's the end of my story. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping out, but no yeah. hold has been applied yet. Yeah. Just... All right, that's right. Uh, 26, what's a game you know you can win? A game I know I can win? Oh. Um... Oh, this is a hard one. I can win. Oh, oh God. I, I think in other episodes win. they've framed it as like a, you know, devil went down to Georgia type scenario. Yeah. <laughs> where, where you're challenged and, you, you know, you got to you gotta put up or shut up. What's the one that you slide the quarter into the machine? Maybe I'm aging myself there, but, you know. No, I mean. no, it's good. <laughs> so... I think initially what came to mind, I used to be really, and I was like really into Overwatch to the point where I would practice Widowmaker like headshot game. Like I would go and just do the games where like you could only do play Widowmaker and you could only do headshots. Wow. And I like could hold my own in those really well and like could do really well. But like, I don't, I wouldn't feel confident that I could win in any group. But I could win pretty better than the average person. Okay. But truly, if we're going to arcade zone, then I could win against most people at Tapper, which is like my Ooh. favorite arcade game ever. I've practiced it a lot. I used to live near, like almost next to Parkade in Brooklyn where they had one. And yes. I would go every weekend and play. Um, and I think, and I actually know, there's even a story. I know the story of how like the person who got the high score there, like reverse engineered it in like an emulator to figure out how to get that. So like there's even some history there that I know. <laughs> wow. So other than that guy, those guys, <laughs> I think I could like beat anyone mostly. <laughs> I I like this. Now I hope the one in Brooklyn had real tapper, not yes. that rupier yes, yes. tapper. I know it's the same game technically, mm -hmm. but unless it's got the Budweiser handle, I'm oh, not it was interested. Bud. Yeah, it was Budweiser okay. for All sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I I play <laughs> I play legit here, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless there's a tapper, an arcanoid, and a Miss Pac-Man next to each other. <laughs> I'm not walking in. Yes. <laughs> uh twenty-seven. What topic can you discuss the most? What topic can I discuss the most? Probably I mean, it's probably obvious, but I'm a game designer, so I could talk about game design all day, forever, and I do most days. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's something that I don't do professionally and something that I'm just, like, nerdy about, probably Final Fantasy X and X-2. Those are... Ooh. Those two games are... I've played them so many times, it doesn't even make sense, and I love them. Or maybe Chobits or Clamp stuff. I don't know. There's a lot. I, I get nerdy about a fair amount of media thingies. Very nice. Here, I'll, I'll throw you a quick side uh, question here. Favorite mm -hmm. Final Fantasy X character? Because I'm a, a pretty big fan myself. <laughs> well, I have a tattoo of Yuna and Titus on me. So wow. I guess them. But when I was a kid, Riku was my favorite because I really related to her. And then as an adult, I think I relate to Yuna and all of her badassery and passion. <laughs> so probably her. Or, I don't know, Oren is like the best guy in a video game probably. So yeah. maybe him. I don't know. They're all so good. <laughs> when he does that thing with his arm where he pops it up and he's holding yeah. the sword. Oh, oh my, my God. God. He's like simultaneously so hot and so wise and just like so vulnerable. He's one of those characters where you're just like, he's the complete package. <laughs> Oh gosh! I watched the opening cutscene to that game 
an embarrassing amount oh, of times. Oh, yeah, so good. Because it's that cool Blitzball sequence where the uh-huh. whole town crumbles. and yep. Oh, my gosh. Legendary. Gosh, I should go back and check my Blitzball team from that game. I oh, yeah. played the heck out of that on PS2. I love Blitzball. I love it. Sleep shot three all day. Knock that goalie out. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Uh, 28. Favorite place you visited? Huh. That's a good question. Um... Probably in terms, if I'm thinking in terms of like of countries, I've been lucky to be able to travel for work a lot. And I think Finland was my favorite. I went to Helsinki a couple oh. times for stuff when I was in college. I was like working on a project there. And I have relatives there that I would have never met if I hadn't been able to go. So I just, it's a, it was a very memorable place to go because I don't know, it's not easy to go visit one's relatives in another country like suddenly and i got to do that and finland's is really beautiful um you know in terms of its environment and everything and everyone was so nice there Uh, my family was really cool so yeah probably helsinki fantastic yeah uh 29 what's your catchphrase God, probably milk. That's probably what people associate me with. Milk or holes? These are deep cuts in my stream. I name all my characters milk, and Mary Kish and I do the Silent Hill stream, and it's all holes, and now I just say holes all the time. So some combination. Milk holes? Milk like holes. That. That's a good one. Yeah. Put it. <laughs> the perfect catchphrase. <laughs> Uh, 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? Ooh, this is a fun one. Um, I've not cosplayed many times, but I think my most memorable one was when I was in middle school, I think. There was a costume contest at school, um, and my friends and I, we did sort of a group cosplay, and I'm pretty sure we were all dressed up as chi from chobits or maybe some of us were different chobits characters but it was sort of like a group cosplay of anime and i remember like no one knew who we were <laughs> like no one knew but we still won the costume contest in some capacity we got some award and i was like in retrospect i'm like we were just wearing fancy dresses as far as they were all concerned <laughs> I was actually the, uh, my friend who also did this, Brit K. Kaylee. She's another streamer. We were talking about this recently. Um, yeah, we were big Chobits fans, and I didn't care that no one knew who I was. I just wanted to dress up as Chi, and it made me happy. <laughs> uh, rules. And the fact that they still gave you the prize, just going yeah, like, I don't I know. know. Like, you can tell they put in effort, but we don't know. <laughs> if my teacher did know what Chobits was, I wish that I had like clarified that, because that would have been fucking awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Um, I mean, a lot of the games I've worked on have me as a character in them. I don't think my mm. name is on any of them. So I guess maybe not. I don't think so. Also, there's a dog like digging into the rug next to me. Hopefully you can't. Hopefully it's not annoying. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, what are you doing? Are you, you good? That's not dirt. It's close enough. <laughs> you know. Uh, 32. What's a hobby you've dedicated the most time to? Oh, 
I mean, at this, I mean, maybe video games shouldn't even be considered a hobby for me anymore. <laughs> Although I kind of do think of the like when I play Dota, I'm not thinking. Well, I do think about game design when I play Dota. I don't know video games. Let's just—it's probably that. But let's just put that aside because I work in games. Okay. Outside of that, probably I've just watched a lot of anime. I'm just really into. A lot of different kinds, not even really one genre. Right now, we're rewatching Princess Tutu, which is a classic magical girl ballet anime from my youth. That's like super. I'm just mentioning it because like a lot of people don't know about. It. It's really interesting. So I like kind of weird shojo shows from my youth. I like rewatching them. So stuff like that, or we were watching a little bit of Ranma the other day. That was fun. I've spent. I've dedicated a lot of time to anime. It's <laughs> a fair one. I've mentioned it on other episodes, but I am very disappointed. I go every single year to uh, Anime Next out of Atlantic City. And, uh, of course, this year they had to cancel it. And it is my one excuse every year to, like, dress up and just completely nerd out for, like, (laughs) four days straight. Oh, so fun. uh, Next year. Next year. Or whenever it's safe. I know. (laughs) I I haven't been to an anime con in, like, a while. I think the last one I went to was anime expo like probably more than five years ago now and i used to go to anime boston every so often like i don't know that stuff's so fun it's so fun it's always great too because in atlantic city like i was down there last year two years ago and i was down there like a day early just because i got like a comp room at one of the casinos so i was like all right i'll spend the whole weekend there but i'll just stay an extra day just to gamble and so I hung out in Atlantic City, and it's so funny seeing people's reactions, like, as that Thursday rolls into the Friday of the <laughs> anime weekend, and, like, people with cat ears are just oh, wandering yeah. around, and blue hair, and these giant swords strapped to their back, and, like, some guy on, like, a roulette table is just slowly turning his eyes to yeah. like, what, what's, what's happening now? <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, it's amazing. 33, who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Ooh, this is a good question. I mean, I could answer Keanu Reeves again, but let me think. Let me think uh, beyond that. There's got to be an, a different person. <laughs> um, gosh, you know who I had a crush on when I was like a teen? Was whoever that guy was in National Treasure, like the not Nicolas Cage guy, <laughs> the younger guy. <laughs> was that? Um, oh, my gosh. I think his name was Justin Bartha. That's. Yeah, that sounds right. Him and the guy who didn't talk in Little Miss Sunshine. Those were two of my like younger Nina celebrity crushes. Those two come to mind. <laughs> Gosh, the guy who wanted to be like an Air Force pilot in Little Miss Did Sunshine. Did he really? Well, I think oh, it's character, character, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, I don't know as an actor. I don't well, know he him. also was in There Will Be Blood, which is like an amazing movie. His character in that movie is so stressful, though. <laughs> But he he had a great career, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely did. Uh, 34, what's the strangest job you've ever had? Let's see. I mean, it wasn't a strange job, but maybe some people would be surprised or like don't know this about me. But I used to work in um, at the Department of Education in New York doing data data analyst work um, focused on uh, special needs kids. 
And that was the first, I was part of the first team that did data work for that um, section of students. So that was really good and important work that I was really like honored to be a part of. Yeah. Um, but that was before I did game dev and what I was doing when I kind of started making games. So that's a little, little back story. <laughs> wow, very cool. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 35. What's a book you'd recommend the world to read? Oh, I think the book that everyone should read is Parable of the Sower, for sure, by Octavia Butler. It's a fucking amazing book. It's probably something that would be hard to read right now in the current state of the world because mm. it's it's an intense book and not exactly like a happy read but a very like probably one of my favorite books ever super like i don't know mind-blowing what a good book honestly anything by octavia butler she's so good go. <laughs> uh what's a movie that always makes you laugh oh a movie that makes me laugh Gosh, I can only think of movies that make me sad. Um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> just kidding. There has to be a funny movie that I can remember. Uh, I guess one that I can remember from recent years that I've watched, and it's not even really a comedy, but I love the Cardcaptor Sakura movies. They just bring mm. me joy. And there's some funny parts in those movies, but yeah, those are the ones that come to mind. And I rewatched Cardcaptor Sakura actually like last year and watch them again. They hold up still wow. really good. Alright, alright. Big reco there. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, probably prob probably God, I remember I don't remember much of the movie. I feel like I hated it, but I also was like <laughs> I don't smoke weed regularly, but I have a couple times in my life mm -hmm. and it's always too intense for me. And one of the times I remember trying it was when I watched, I think it's called Cube Hypercube or like oh. Cube Cubed or some shit. Yep. And I yep. remember just being like, I don't want to be watching this. I hate this. And I don't know yeah. if it was because I was really high and uncomfortable or because the movie was bad. But I have negative memories of that. I think regardless, you would have negative memories of it. <laughs> uh, but that is one you definitely want to have your faculties about you to watch. Yeah, it, it gets... was not enjoyable in that state yeah. of mind, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good, that's a very good answer. <laughs> uh, 38, who's your favorite actor or actress? Ooh, my favorite actor or actress, gosh, lately, <laughs> you know, I think 10 years ago, I probably would have said like Kate Winslet or something, mm. like someone very like a Hollywood person. And I still, oh, I love some of her movies. Uh, but now I love Pro ZD. He's so funny. He's a voice actor. Oh, um, I really know. into his YouTube. And he also played, he, I recently watched Tuca and Birdie, which is a show that I now love. And he was in that. Um, and he's done voice for some games and stuff too. And I just think he's brilliant and also just a great maker of hilarious videos. Yes. So. His Vine game is oh, yeah. so strong. <laughs> I 
Also, all I like lately, I've been watching all of his food videos where he eats like every type of hot pocket you can buy, for example, and it's like the funniest shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have not seen that. Oh god, there's so good. He uses hot pockets, M and M's. I think there's <laughs> like a Pringles video. They're so good. My my favorite video of his that for some reason is always stuck in my mind, and I think it's semi recent too. Is it's him? I think it's his 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 partner or wife, I'm not totally sure, who's watching um, Disney's, uh, oh my gosh, now I'm blanking, Peter Pan uh, on a screen. And he can't see Peter Pan. He can't Uh see it playing. But he knows line for line, shot for shot, and action (laughs) for action, every part of this two-minute scene that they're watching. And it feels like this is not something that he, like, improvised to, like, do for a skit or do for a video. He just knows this movie so through and through. He was reciting everyone's lines, and then it goes... And then the one kid slides down the thing, and then the other kid dances up and flips his hat over, and like you're watching it from the video, like just off screen, and it's the most amazing two minute video you've ever seen. It's always oh God, sticks in I my head with him. It, I don't even know what you'd have to search for to find it, but tr- try to find it. It's so. I've definitely good. seen it in my recommended videos, so next time I see it, I'm going to click it. <laughs> it's magical, good. truly. Um, let's see, thirty nine. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors are running through the kitchen? That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Stressful, but also, like, as a kid into dinosaurs, I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> I loved it. That movie. So, so rules. Yeah, classic. <laughs> also, I was so stressed. <laughs> I mean, they, they open the doorknob. The kids are in there. Like, it's it's the perfect Stress formula. Yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. Oh, they're tugging on heartstrings there. Definitely. Uh, question 40. What's the first show as a kid you got really into? Probably the first one I remember being really into has to be Sailor Moon when I was watching it on whatever. Was it Adult Swim back then yet? I don't remember. But it was on, I think, kind of in the evening and... Yeah, that was the first one where I remember getting my mom to go to like the Warner Brothers store or whatever. And I was like, will you buy this VHS? And there was like, (laughs) I remember I was so little and there was like villain characters on the back of the box and they had like bikinis on or something. And my mom was like, what is this? (laughs) And she got it for me anyways. And I respect that. (laughs) Starting you off strong. Yeah. Still good movies. I, ugh. I think that show still holds up. If you oh, the show me. still holds up, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I remember those VHS, the movies specifically were the ones she bought me. Oh, my gosh. They're oh, so good. Amazing. Uh, 41, who should play you in a movie of your life? I mean, I've played myself <laughs> on multiple <laughs> occasions in my games. Uh, but not me, hopefully. That sounds <laughs> stressful. It, being in a movie is probably pretty different from being in a game. Um, let's see, depending on what you're making, I suppose. Yeah, true. If I could pick, oh, you know who? Okay, there's this gal who she also streams, and I've been following her on Twitter for ages, and she is the first person that ever did a cosplay of one of the games that I worked on, and she dressed oh. up as me, and she does like actually look a lot like me. <laughs> And her handle is Jennard. Let me make sure I'm spelling it right. Uh, 
think it's Jen. Jennard. What a what a weird compliment to have someone cosplay as a character that yeah. you made. I really like her. Oh. oh no, what's her handle? I have to find it. Hold on, <laughs> I'm gonna find. I want to get her the the respect she deserves here because this sounds amazing. Jennard. I'm <laughs> like, I swear. Oh, I know she streams Neopets a lot. That's how I can find her. Also, her and I have like kind of a similar just thing going on with our lives. I think <laughs> in terms of our interests. Um, Neopets. I'm literally on Twitch looking at the Neopets category <laughs> right now. Oh my god, what's happening in my life? Uh, videos. Where is she? I'm sure she's gonna be here. Oh yeah, on Twitch she's Orange Lava Burst. That's her handle. It's a good name. <laughs> and oh, you can probably hear her in the background of my recording. Anyway, that girl. <laughs> she's also Orange Lava Burst, and her handle on Twitter is J. Three N N A R D Jenner. She looks like me. She would. I would want her to play me. <laughs> Contracts on the mail. There you, we go. You see it right now. <laughs> uh, Forty-two. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Ooh. Um. I. <laughs> I remember I was at this bar that I love in New York called Decibel. It's a sake bar. So Ooh. fucking good. I miss it. And we're waiting to get seated. And Michael Sarah came in. And it's like the tiniest little waiting area. And he stood right in front of me. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> but I was sitting, standing there like sweating. I was like, holy shit. Um, this is like after I think he did Scott Pilgrim and stuff. So oh. I was... And I really liked that movie, so I was like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> That's amazing. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I did I did not say anything to him, but we <laughs> had drinks at the same bar once, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> 100% counts. Totally counts. Uh, 43, TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about? TV show or podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I already mentioned Princess Tutu. That's one that I would say. Um, it's and I kind of described it before, and some people might know it, but I feel like you kind of had to be like on the internet into Magical Girl anime at a really specific point in time <laughs> in the two thousands to know of it. It's a Magical Girl anime set at a ballet school about a girl that's actually a duck who can transform into a girl who also transforms into a ballerina magical girl. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like very, it sounds like it'd be like super lighthearted and yay cute, but it's actually kind of got a very dark side to the story. And I'm rewatching it right now to see if it holds up. And so far, so good. It's one of the weirdest, most interesting shows I've seen. So that's, that's a big one. I sounds think. fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's good. <clears throat> Uh, 44, favorite comedian? Um, I, I, was, I almost said Pro D, who I already said. I think <laughs> probably Ali Wong. I really like Ali Wong's stand-up. Um, especially the sets she did while she was pregnant. Those are, like, yeah. some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, 45, best Saturday Night Live cast member? So... 
I don't really watch Saturday Night Live very much, but I did go in person once to a recording when I was in New York City. Oh, wow. you can, I don't know if they still do this, but when I was an undergrad, you could go and like kind of wait on the sidewalk overnight to get a ticket to a recording or to the live show. And my friends and I did that once. Um, and it was for the episode where they did the a, a parody of the debate between Sarah Palin and fuck who was the other guy <laughs> it was probably someone really obvious hold on i'm gonna look it up or i'm gonna sound like a probably idiot. like mccain or somebody sarah palin snl debate <laughs> it was biden i knew it was someone it, really okay. obvious <laughs> who sarah i'm not palin familiar <laughs> and wait no, actually, I think I was there for a different one. Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. It was one of those like vice presidential debate skits, and yeah. I think it involved Sarah Palin, and also the Killers played. And oh, okay. Tina Fey was there, and Amy Poehler, and they were both so funny. So I guess probably those two ladies, just because I got the chance to see them, and it was it was really cool. It's I don't very... think they were regularly on the show anymore at that point, though. But they no. were in the skits I saw. Yeah, they brought him back because Tina Fey looks so much like Sarah yeah. Palin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they are both powerhouses on that show. Yeah. Uh, 46, this is this could be anything at this point. What's the nerdiest thing you've ever done? Oh my god. <laughs> What's not is the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably. Okay, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to dig deep here. I Gosh, I don't know. This is maybe this is probably not the nerdiest thing I, I've done, but I'm suddenly having memories of being in like middle school or high school and having my friend's mom drive us out to Boston. And there's this the one anime store I knew of <laughs> in nearby was all the way in Boston. I grew up like in the suburbs near mm-hmm. Boston and we would always go and like convince her mom to drive us there and i remember buying these like cute digi share pins and like seeing some like god they must have had hentai or something i remember kind of looking at it and being like oh my god (laughs) i'm so bad and i just have good memories of like going to that store as a kid and being kind of shy about it but being super excited because i was really into building like anime fan sites and stuff and to see that kind of merch anywhere outside of ebay was really exciting to me uh, and I used to actually order a lot of Furoku from like Nakayoshi and other manga phone book magazines. Um, so yeah, actually, my collection of Furoku is pretty pretty nerdy. <laughs> now that I yeah. think about it, <laughs> all all these are checking the boxes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what comes to mind. <laughs> uh, Forty seven least favorite state. Least favorite state. <laughs> This is so shallow, but when recently Jake and I had to leave, uh, we had to drive across the country because of all those wildfires in Oregon. And they were giving me really bad asthma because of all the smoke. We live in a really fucking old house, so smoke was just, like, pouring in. Um, And, God, Nebraska's so big. We drove across it forever, and it (laughs) felt like my whole life. So, fuck Nebraska. It's too big. (laughs) (laughs) Settle down, Nebraska. What are you doing with all that room? By far. Too long. Would not read. (laughs) Nebraska. Uh, 48. Best thing you've ever won. Best thing I've ever won. 
Um, definitely when Sybil was in the Independent Games Festival Awards for the Nuovo Award, winning that was like so unreal. It was like probably one of my peak career moments. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. We we didn't know ahead of time that we'd won or anything, so it was a huge shock. And that was my first game that I released, you know, with my friends commercially. Yeah. So to do that and win a huge industry award for it was pretty magical. Absolutely. Yes. Um, 49. We might have already gotten an answer, but is there anything you've collected or had a collection <laughs> of? <laughs> this is a good question. Obviously, I have like all the anime shit and video game shit, but... For my stream, I have a collection of like eight balls, magic eight balls, you know, the things where you shake oh, and you ask it a yes or no question. Yeah. For some reason, I like got really into them for my stream. So like people will spend channel points to ask various of my eight balls different questions. <laughs> I have a Gudetama one, a Mario one, a basic one. I have one that's a beer glass that has an eight ball in it. I have a whole bunch. They're so good. And my, the community got all of them for me. So shout outs to them for that... their generous contributions to this silly collection. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have all those. Not with me right now on my little trip that I'm on, um, but at home. Oh, yeah. that's super cool. All right. Question 50. Dubbed the Ryan Davis. You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife. Knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Oh, definitely the knife. I hate cuts. I don't want to get cut. Sounds fucking awful. I can't even handle a paper cut. I, like, lose my shit. (laughs) I can't. There's so many people (laughs) who get this question and they're like, oh, yeah, bat all the way. And I'm like, you... You don't know. Yeah, you don't cuts know. are awful. <laughs> well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. Oh, no, not you. The uh, They dragged in the music. They dragged in these albums. Uh, you know, the albums of the music that you're hearing right now. Uh, so you might as well read through them. Uh, cat dragged in the song that's playing right now, which is from the Mini Vandals. Uh, they also dragged in the song that's going to play next from DJ Williams. Uh, the opening song also from Diala. And the closing song from Single Friend. Uh, luckily, they're all royalty free, so the cat can drag them wherever they want. And uh, the cat is also going to tiny.cc slash 99q to get some shirts and merch. And I think the cat might have even reviewed us on iTunes. Rated us? How cool with that cat? So, Nina, you, as we've mentioned, are uh, a game developer. And your games tend to have a slant toward being very personal. Yes. Uh, And I'm not going to say personal to you, obviously, because I don't, you know, I don't know. (laughs) 
But it seems like, you know, coming from an, an incredibly personal and, like, sensitive place that a lot of games don't approach a lot. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is when you do put this amount of, like, heart and soul into a game, mm-hmm. does game criticism about those games, does that, like, cut a little extra deep? Or are you able to kind of click it in your head to go, no, 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 they're talking about the game. They're, you know, are you able to separate it or does getting like a a two out of five from somewhere just really ruin your day? Like, (laughs) I think it's a really good question. Um, And my answer is that when I'm working on the game, I actually, I mean, a lot of them are coming from real parts of my life, like Sybil, for example. Not all the games I've worked on, but, you know, many of them are drawing on real stuff, and they're sort of like distillations of something that has happened. And when I'm working on it, I explicitly think of the character as a character and not as me, myself. Um, and like in the writing process and in the design process, it's not like just a switch I can turn on or off. Like there's still a lot of me in there, but yeah. I'll do little things like I will never say me or I, like I'll always say Nina or like, you know, talk about the character as a separate entity. Um, so yeah, I do, I do a lot of like work personally to separate myself from the character. Cause I think it makes the writing better. Yeah, And then I guess it has sort of the side effect of when the game gets reviewed in the end. I, I don't think of it as like they're writing about me, my, myself. Um, and honestly, I think probably that gives me an advantage over other developers because I don't know if many devs like think about that when they're working on a game. I think people do get so invested in their work personally a lot of the time, even if it's not about them. Oh, yeah. That if you don't go into your... <laughs> like game development process knowing that it's gonna you know be subject to players reactions critics writing etc like if you don't release a game if you release a game without thinking about that you might not be ready for that kind of emotional process because it is really taxing um and i'm always preparing myself for it as a part of the whole process of like separating myself from the game in the first place. Um, And I, I tell devs, you know, like I think it's a good part of the process to like, yeah, separate yourself from it to whatever extent is appropriate for you. Um, Cause yeah, it's not worth, you know, having your mental health affected over it or anything. (laughs) Yeah. I could imagine that is just like, you know, if you don't do those steps that you talked about, it it, it can become extremely taxing, and, mm-hmm. and it's probably pretty taxing either way. Yeah, and uh, like you're releasing <laughs> game, you're already really stressed because like the yeah. act of releasing it and like fixing all the last minute bugs and stuff is so stressful. It's easy to just get lost in your own project and take things personally when they don't need to be, even if it's not a personal game. Like I've seen this happen to other developers too. Um, so I think it's something people should definitely be self-aware about and, you know, take whatever actions they need to, to minimize the risk of like really like getting upset by that stuff. Cause you know, people are just giving their honest thoughts on the piece yeah. as a work. I guess there's a possibility that they're like making a personal attack if they're trying to do that, but typically not maybe is my optimistic hope <laughs> i like it i like it and i like the insight there it's very very good um but we have more questions got a whole paper's worth of questions uh 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now 
Uh, where's my phone? It's charging. It is on the lock screen, Chobits, a picture of Chi in a pool, and my other screen is a cute picture of Jake with a pile of Christmas Tsum Tsums, and he's making mm. a cute face. I love Tsum Tsums. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Disney plushie. I have a big collection. Uh, Another collection that I, I could have mentioned. I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Uh, 52. What's the last thing you Googled? The last thing I Googled. How do, oh, Sarah Palin SNL debate. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> A minute ago. <laughs> yep. This, this all checks out. Yep. I love it. Coming full circle. Uh, 53. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Wingdings. Good. I've been thinking you've about had, this. I was going to say, you've had this in the chamber, it feels like. Yeah, Jake and I think it would be funny to name our pets after fonts. So we were like, oh, we can name them Wingdings. We can name one Webdings. Helvetica. We can name one, like, Air, Air, not Ariel. That's not as fun. Anyway, all those weird font names. I think Wingdings is my favorite, though. Wingdings is really good. Get over here, Impact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went to school for design and my font brain is a working. That's really, <laughs> really good. Yes. Uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Oh, my God. I feel like I associate with so many people who are super into wrestling, but I don't really know anything about it. Mm. I did recently watch a lot of, like, random videos on YouTube. So I'm just like, probably that guy I saw on YouTube that punched really fast. <laughs> or whatever actually that would be mma not wrestling oh, okay <laughs> um any wrestler is there any wrestler that wears like a fully pastel outfit i just feel like i'd be into that uh new day is a group uh kofi kingston biggie and and xavier woods who's actually a pretty big streamer now oh yeah um, i'm a fan uh, yeah, they are. They exclusively come out to rainbows and unicorns, and like fully bright outfits. And uh, yeah, they're real great. They're real okay. Great. I pick them and any wrestler that they made on the Monster Factory show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fifty-five. What's your comfort food on a bad day? That. Would be Junior Mints. I love Junior Mints. I actually just had some earlier for no reason other than I wanted candy. I love them. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, 56, favorite smell? Favorite smell? Probably, I'm just thinking of farm stuff because I'm on this farm. Fresh mint leaves smell so good. Yes. Like when you haven't even picked them and you just are walking by, you can even <laughs> smell them. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, uh. Make a fresh mint julep with French oh, so mint. So good. Ah, ah good stuff. Yes. Uh, 57, maybe we got an answer. Best candy. Junior mints. Yeah. <laughs> or Twix. I don't know. I also love Twix. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, 58, worst candy. Worst candy? Oh, my God. Um, Probably... <laughs> What are they fucking called? It's like such a basic candy. There is a candy little brown tube. It's really chewy. Brown tube? And they're like really tiny and little wrapped papers. Uh, like Tootsie Rolls? Yeah, Tootsie Rolls. I hate Tootsie Rolls because I was eating one when I was a kid and I had braces and it pulled one of my braces off. 
It was horrible. It happened at school, and I was mortified. I hate Tootsie Rolls. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I had a loose tooth in elementary school, and I chewed two Starbursts at once, oh, thinking no. I could game the system, and a boop, out came the tooth, Whoops. and I was bleeding all over the desk, oh, and it was just no. like, ah! Still remember it to this day, so it yeah, shows you. Yeah, formative childhood experiences <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> Take that, Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. You know what you've done. Uh, 59, what's a restaurant you would recommend? Um, I love... My favorite restaurant in Portland, which is Portland, Oregon, where Jake and I live normally, is Tarad. It's a Thai food place. Mm. And it's just got... I'm not sure like what kind of regional cuisine it is but it's some of the best thai food i've ever had and i've tried a lot of different things that i haven't tried at other thai restaurants there yeah. and there's just something about it oh it's their food is so fucking good tarad t-a-r-a-d amazing tarad in portland i like it <clears throat> uh question 60 what's a food you've never eaten a food i've never eaten why am I thinking of bugs instantly? For some reason, I'm thinking of bugs. Oh, I don't think I've ever had caviar. Oh, interesting. I feel like I wouldn't have it. I'm like, I hate rich people. I can't eat caviar. And I just think <laughs> I associate it with rich people. So I'm just like, fuck that. So I've never had it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, 61, what's the strangest food that you have eaten? Strangest food that I've eaten... You know, it's not strange there, but maybe in, like, American terms it is. But I had reindeer, like, meat meatballs in Finland, and they were really good. And I, it's, it seems like it was a very typical kind of meal there. Yeah. Um, but I'd never had it here, and they were very tasty. Very cool. Okay. Uh, 62, what's a typical day off? A typical day off would be playing dota (laughs) i don't know that's like recently i play a lot of games when i'm not working which is weird because i stream and play games all the time but there are certain games that i don't stream as much that i just like to play for fun like a dota or we've been playing a lot of destiny 2 and i also as an adult have grown to love going out just like on light hikes and stuff and you know we're out like on a farm so there's a lot of nature around and stuff and it's nice to get away from the computer. Yeah. I used to never think of myself as a hiking person, but damn, it's pretty fun. Now that you're living on this farm. Yep. <laughs> bringing fresh eggs, fresh mint. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and honestly, in Portland, like moving to Portland, I moved to Portland from New York City and in New York City, I just didn't have the means to really like go that far out of town to go on a hike. True. Um, whereas Portland, you can drive out of the city well. I don't I don't have a car, but Jake has a car. So once Jake and I got together, <laughs> it's like really easy to get out of the city and go on a hike like within an hour, even like super fast. So and I think a lot of outdoorsy people enjoy Portland. So I got I got kind of used to it there. And now now I enjoy that. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, 63. What's a bucket list item that you've accomplished? A bucket list item that I've accomplished would be. I guess, oh, I got to go to, um, I'd always wanted to go to Africa, and I got to go to South Africa for a maize festival in Johannesburg, and it was really amazing. Um, It's just a wonderful 
place to visit. Uh, and I was there, you know, for, I like gave a talk and stuff. So I was there doing work stuff, but just meeting all the game developers local to that scene. I just think <clears throat> there's a lot of really cool game dev scenes all across Africa. And I'd always wanted to engage with those scenes, but wasn't really sure how. So once I actually got to go there and meet those folks in person, um, it was really cool. I got to hang, hang out with Bahia Khan, who did After Hours. Um, she's really cool. And the folks at the Amaze Festival in Johannesburg was amazing in general. I recommend folks look it up to see some of the speakers. There's cool, cool people there. Wow, very yeah. cool. Uh, 64, what's a bucket list item you probably won't accomplish? <sighs> That's another travel one. I want to go to Svalbard really bad. <laughs> Svalbard? Svalbard. So Svalbard, I'm like Googling everything I say. I'm like, what if I say it wrong? So I type Svalbard. Oops. Uh, Svalbard, it's, okay, it's a Norwegian archipelago between main, mainland Norway and the North Pole. It's like one of the farthest places north you can go. Um, and I forget why I came across it. Jake and I like to watch a lot of nature documentaries. And often when you see polar bear footage, sometimes it's from there. So I think I ended up looking it up through one of those documentaries and like exploring it on Google street view. And it, it's just cool. I don't know. I want to go to a really far North place. That's extreme. Sounds fun, but I don't know. It's really fucking expensive. I actually looked up and like was trying to see if I could do it, but it's like, a couple thousand dollars, which I cannot oh, afford. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Still. And plus, if you don't enjoy your time there, you already have the name to call it, which is Small Barf. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you've got both avenues covered. I think <laughs> I like this. Uh-huh. Uh, 65. Dubbed by previous guests, the realest question of the bunch. Oh, shit. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Aww. Oh my god, I have so many, honestly. I'm terrible <laughs> at keeping in touch with people. But I, you know, I have a really good friend. It's like, depends on what part of my life. I guess from, like, my deep childhood, Valerie um, is this gal I grew up with. Like, our families are even still friends, but I don't really talk to her anymore, and it kind of bums me out. It's one of those things where we used to talk about, like, oh, like, we'll, you know, do all these different life events together, and then we fell out of touch as adults, and, like, none of that ever happened. And sometimes yeah. I think about that, and I'm like, oh, Like, my <laughs> yeah. childhood self would be so sad to know that we don't really talk anymore. So, probably That's... Valerie. You I hear Val. this, Valerie? I'm probably not going to hear this, but Hi. <laughs> Valerie, she's walking in the door behind you. Here she Uh is. This is the whole point of the show. No. Uh, (laughs) What a weird invasion of privacy that would be if I knew that and planned all this I know. I'd be like, how the fuck? Like, even people I'm close with don't know about this. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, 66. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Oh, geez. Oh, so many. Um... Probably Zelda Ocarina of Time I have a lot of nostalgia for because, I mean, it's one of those games, you know, people reference a lot. So I feel like nostalgia about it comes up a lot because people still talk about it. Um, But the important thing to me is when I think about it, I used to, with my friends, I mentioned Britt K. Kaylee earlier. She's another streamer. Her and her twin sister, Mel, the three of us grew up together playing video games 
in their basement a lot together uh-huh. like they had a little couch set up in the basement with a tv and we'd like play single player games like ocarina of time and switch off who was playing the game and get through whole games that way and i just have really fond memories of doing that those little like basement gaming days as a child like sharing all these single player games um and ocarina of time was one of those like definitive like wow what a magical game to play with friends back in the day it was great <clears throat> that's a great one because it's just so like anything could be around the next corner in that yeah. game. Like it, it was perfect for that. Yeah, and I loved I loved that kind of fantasy stuff when I was a kid. So I was just super into it. Uh, Sixty seven. What game have you spent the most time playing? Probably Final Fantasy eleven. Ooh. Which <laughs> I was really, really, that's what Sybil is based on, actually, is my, some of my time spent playing that game. Um, oh. I played it, I started playing when I was 14, and I stopped playing when I was, like, 19. And wow. I was really into it, like, did endgame stuff, was, like, in, I even, I was one of those people that would, like, apply to endgame link shells on their forums, like, in a whole process. Like, that's how into it I was. Oh and I played so much of that game. <laughs> that was a lot of my teenage years. <laughs> Went wow. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 68. What's something you built with your own hands? So physical things that I've built with my own hands. I oh, mean, a lot yeah, of digital I guess. things. Yeah. But if <laughs> I mean, that's like obvious, though. If I'm thinking of something physical... <laughs> like all my dancers are dumb i'm like my computer uh <laughs> I, I couldn't do it so yeah <laughs> i mean like not from scratch i bought pieces and put them together but i guess ikea furniture i don't know i guess i'm not much of a builder i remember building bridges in middle school shop classes <laughs> oh okay out of like popsicle sticks i don't know <laughs> again better than i could do uh Question, oh, I hope it's worth the wait here. Question 69. Nice. Best pickup line. Oh, shit. <laughs> Best pickup line, like, to use or to have used on me? Ooh. I mean, if you got one and one or, you know, however you interpret it. Oh, damn. I don't even know either way, to be honest. <laughs> I'm so awkward in dating situations, so, like, pickup lines usually go over my head anyway. But I definitely remember at least when jake and i met it was all like we talked about overwatch we were both playing overwatch at the time and i just remember like i think the first words that he said to me or i said to him i forget what order it was in but we were like so i heard you play overwatch (laughs) and i'll just never forget that that's how my future marriage began (laughs) those words I think that's the second time an Overwatch-related pickup line has come really? up on this show. <laughs> that's cute. Which yeah, is... it was like because a mutual friend knew we were both into the game, and we were at like a game developer happy hour kind of thing, and she was like, oh, yeah, like I wanted you two to meet because I figured you might want to play Overwatch together. So, yeah. <laughs> and I've heard other people meet in like sort of similar, I don't know, like games being, bring people together in that totally. way. So. It's Lizard. not unprecedented, at least. Do, doing <laughs> a magical thing over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, 70, have you ever had any good nicknames? Uh, good nicknames. 
Probably. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, okay. My favorite was early on. So I used to be really into like the chiptune scene and would like go to MAGFest every year and blah, blah, blah. And I remember at the time when I was going to a lot of those shows, my Twitter display names, not my username, but my display name was Dragon Slut. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. So I used it. And I remember going to these shows and they were like loud. So people would be yelling at each other to get each other's attention. And people who only knew me on Twitter would yell dragon slut at me, <laughs> which I always thought was funny. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, one of the strongest Twitter usernames I've ever seen uh, belongs to you, by Thank the you. way. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, my my Twitch handle is Nina Marie. Now it used to be Hentai PhD, but I kept that on all the other platforms because I'm very attached to it. But. It's perfect. Like, how do you not hear that once and then always remember it? You I know? love it, but with streaming, it can be weird because people mostly call me Nina because I. It's like the yeah. difference between just being on Twitter versus talking to like people with your own voice. So yeah. now I have sort of like a split. <laughs> online presence it's kind of weird but i'm into it i like doing it weird yeah why not uh 71 do you believe in love at first sight yes i think i think i do jake and i have talked about this a lot he <laughs> i think i believe in it even though i may not have experienced it myself but he says that he fell in love with me at first sight and he speaks very convincingly mm. about it in a very adorable and wholesome way so <laughs> i think because of him i believe in it we always joke that like he was very like into me at first and i wasn't sure yet <laughs> we, mm. we joke about that with each other sometimes and i just find it i don't know you believe in it i think if you experience it yourself or someone convinces you that that they experienced it. I don't know. I, I like that, even though I don't know if I've felt it myself necessarily. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. 72. What's a big turnoff of yours? Probably. So when I think of like dating situations, I have definitely been interested in people and like gone on dates with them and then like totally just like instantly been like checked out once they start interrupting me a lot when I'm talking I hate when people interrupt others when they're talking and actually I find that sometimes I do that to people and it's something that I work really hard <laughs> not to do so especially in like I don't know in game development I find that people like try to talk over each other a lot when you're trying to get your point across. It's like a game designer and you're like, sometimes it's like, I don't know. I've noticed it like in work situations and it can bleed into your relationships and dating life if you're not careful. So when people do that to me, I'm like, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. hundred percent agree. Uh, 73. Do you consider yourself an artist? Yes. It's a good answer simple <laughs> 74 what's something you tried to cook and failed oh, everything i've ever cooked <laughs> uh jake does all the cooking he's like a really really good cook he's just like i don't know it feels like i live in a restaurant sometimes he's so good wow. uh, and whenever i make an attempt the only thing i can make is quesadillas that's all i can make and just like the most basic shit I think I've even messed up making eggs. Anything that is made, I could mess it up. I'm so bad at cooking. I hate it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Amazing. Uh, 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen. 
after the very first guest of this show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? The greatest piece of art ever made? Mm -hmm. Honestly, this is a hard one. But the thing that comes to mind for me is Devotion, the game by Red Candle Games. I think it's most known for how it got taken off Steam um, because of they put sort of like a meme in about the Chinese president and it was a whole thing and it got taken down. Um, but that's, I think, the best video game I've ever played, probably. Wow. Yeah. That is incredibly high praise. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. I don't uh, even, I like, there's not even much I can say about it. Most people, like, can't play it because it's not available online anymore. But if you can even watch someone play it, like, I've streamed it many times um, and people have done Let's Plays and stuff and I recommend checking it out. It's like, it's an amazing piece of horror. It's so fucking good. Wow. Second place, maybe Mandy, the movie. I love that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nicolas Cage again? Another, yeah, Nicolas oh, Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it is actually, like, probably, I think, the best movie I've ever seen. Wow. Really? Everyone's taste differs, but for me, for many complicated reasons, I think it's the best movie I've ever seen. I I love it. I love it. Uh, 76... Have you ever had something happen to you you would consider paranormal? Paranormal. Um, I mean, my mom always would say, the house is haunted, the house is haunted. And I don't know why, but I have memories of like, I grew up in an apartment. And then when we moved into a house when I was in middle school, my mom was convinced it was haunted. And I don't know why. Hmm. I'm not convinced, but maybe it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, 77, would you ever use a Ouija board? Oh, yeah. Sounds fun. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. I feel like there's been some fun ones in video games. Maybe in a Life is Strange game or something. I don't know. I like when I see them in media when they show, like, teens earnestly using them and having fun with them in a story. Makes me want to try one. (laughs) Uh, 78. Simply, why why video games? Why is that what I instantly thought of? <laughs> See, this is like a weird mental barometer type question. It's so vague. Everyone has their own interpretation. Why are video games? <laughs> That's my response. That's a question we may never get the answer to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? God, not 2020. That's for fucking sure. Um, Anywhere else is a (laughs) very very popular answer right now. No, I would honestly, I would time travel back to when I was like a teen making all those anime fan sites just to like, I don't know, I want to talk to myself at that age and (laughs) get a better sense of where I was at. Because I do a lot of research for different, or I've done a lot of research for different games about myself at that age, and reading my old blog posts and stuff is really interesting. Yeah. And there's been things I've wanted to, like, ask my younger self. So I would go back and ask some questions, especially about, like, my self-worth. There's a lot of very, like, self-deprecating, low self-esteem stuff in my old live journal. And I would love to go back and, like, ask more about that and where I was coming from and like more specific things that I as a kid thought led to my horrible like body image issues and stuff Hmm. because I know I had those issues but sometimes it's hard to remember like all the little microaggressions and things that led to that 
Um, so probably, probably then, that would 2004 be, or so. Wow. That would be truly fascinating to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, tw- 20? What am I saying? 80! <laughs> Have you ever made a sudden, dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> probably the most dramatic one. Content warning. Sad domestic violence shit. I was in an abusive relationship and decided to leave it, which is a really hard challenge for a lot of women. And I did it. And it was probably definitely the best decision I ever made, but really hard and scary. So yeah, it's hard to extract oneself from an emotionally and physically abusive relationship in ways that I won't get into detail about, but I did it and I'm way better for it as a person. And I'm glad I made that decision after a long time of not making a decision. <laughs> yes. 100% yes. Uh, 81. <laughs> nice duality here. What game show, <laughs> past <laughs> or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Ooh, this is a good question. Oh, man, I love game shows. Um, oh, fuck, what was it called? The, uh, that, that show on Netflix that was recent, like, the floor oh the floor is lava oh, floor is lava i enjoyed that show a lot and <laughs> yeah. i want to make a level for it that's what i want to do oh that would be so cool oh, i want to so bad i think it would be so fun to design a level for that show hire me <sighs> netflix oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that was a fun one uh 82 what's a quote that you love a quote that i love <laughs> um so I've been streaming Final Fantasy X every week with my friend McSassblast, uh, another streamer. Her name's Heather. And as we were playing it, we came to the part where they're approaching the far plane. They're like kind of outside of it. A and camp sequence type thing. It will. That's. I think you're thinking of the Xanarchan. Oh, part, I'm. Possibly. I totally am. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Um, the far plane part happens a bit before that when they're in Guadalcanal, and. Riku and Orin choose to stay outside and Riku says she doesn't want to go in because uh, she says something along the lines of memories are nice, but that's all they are. And that was my high school yearbook quote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From that game. So I think that's probably my favorite quote. Cause I just think it's really, it's like a nice quote and it's funny to me that I chose that for my like high school senior <laughs> Your book quote. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? Ooh, the best shirt that I own. Um, oh, man. My Nana mailed me a shirt from when I was like a little baby that just has a picture of me printed on it for some reason <laughs> as a child. A shirt. So- for you of you of me i don't know what the origin of it is she doesn't really remember either but it exists for some reason it's really fucking hilarious so probably that shirt (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) that's so good yeah uh (laughs) 84 would you change your middle name yes and i was also thinking about this recently i just wanted to be consistent because my middle name on different forms of identification that i have is actually spelled differently for some reason i don't know where in the in my life this happened but my middle name's either marie or maria i think it's marie 
some reason, like different government agencies have misspelled it because they don't. I was reading about it. I think the middle name is like less important to identification. So it's like sometimes it's just your initial, for example. Yeah. So where it's been spelled, it's not always necessary. And so I think someone made a typo at some point. And now I have this sort of eternal conflict that I'm not sure if I'm Nina Marie or Nina Maria. But I identify with Marie, and I think that that's the original version. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Even you're unsure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's very weird. I should probably get that cleared up someday. <laughs> I know a, a friend of mine, a friend of mine's dad actually didn't like his middle name when he was a kid. So since, like, ever since he started getting a driver's license around, you know, 16, 17, whenever yeah. you get one, he just changed it. And at some point, like, the only thing you need to prove what your name is, is your previous driver's license. So, like, all of his paperwork going back just says this one thing for 40 years, this one middle name. And so he just basically, like, ostensibly changed it. Yeah. Just through sheer force of will. Yeah. I think they care more about, like, your first and last for some reason. So you can kind of just do that it's weird i was trying to google about it it's like it's a whole thing (laughs) uh 85 what's a good impression you can do (laughs) um okay i'm gonna try and do it i'll probably fuck it up okay you'll It's obviously goofy. I don't know why. One time I was streaming and I was playing with my partner, Jake and Heather, the guy I mentioned, and we each started doing impressions of Kingdom Hearts characters. I decide I'd do goofy. Uh, Heather did Donald because there's this joke that she makes a really good Donald Duck coming sound. And (laughs) then Jake just by default was Sora because that was the only one left and he's never played a Kingdom Hearts game. So... (laughs) So now I'm always getting asked to do goofy impressions by Jake. So I guess that that's that. It's a pretty rock solid goofy. <laughs> let me tell you. Thanks. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? Oh, this is a good question. I have a bunch of tattoos. Um, you know, for a while I was going to get, I was just going to get the, the words Widow Main BTW tattooed on my thigh. We were going to, a bunch of us were going to get Overwatch tattoos together. And we were honestly, like, I would still do it. We just can't because we can't see each other right now. Mm. Um, but I really don't play Overwatch anymore. So I guess I'm okay with not having it. But <laughs> a lot of, like, my friendships evolved and changed while I was playing that game. So I guess I don't regret not getting it like i might but it's not one that i'm super attached to so i'm kind of okay with it (laughs) but i still think it's kind of funny (laughs) it's very funny in fact (laughs) um 87 how would you describe your 16 year old self um (laughs) my first the first word in my brain was demon (laughs) no i wasn't that bad i think i was honestly kind of an asshole and like had a lot of like I had a lot of issues as a kid. I had very low self-esteem, but also was very nerdy and was super into online games. And looking back at myself, especially after working in all these games about myself at that age, I think I meant well, but was very immature and had, I kind of thought I was like better than other people in some ways because Mm. I had all these like, coding skills and web design skills and played a lot of video games and 
people didn't know as much about that stuff around me. So I felt like I had the secret knowledge that made me feel better than other people, but I also hated myself. So like, <laughs> I think I was just a mess. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm way better now. <laughs> Thank God. It's <laughs> a very uh, introspective look on it. It's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, though. I thought a lot about it. And like, after reading all this stuff for research for my games, like, if you look back at that stuff, I feel like, I don't know. I think for anyone, no one was like a good teenager. We all had problems. No, It's no. just like, how much have you thought through what your problems were? <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? How much I've have spent you taken a lot of that time and... thinking about it. Yeah, you gotta, you know, embrace it and then grow from it. That's the yeah. whole deal, right? <laughs> and now I really, I hate when people have like a superiority complex or like get snobby about shit. And I think I'm only really like that because I was the opposite when I was younger and I grew and recognized how stupid that was. Um, so ultimately, I'm glad I was that way at, at a certain point so that I could grow out of it, you know? That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury? you've had so somehow I've like never broken a bone or anything knock on wood um <laughs> that's a good audio right there I, like that. I had like I had sort of a jaw issue when I was growing up that led to me having to get jaw surgery which was some crazy shit like they broke my skull and like Ah. kind of rearranged stuff in there in my jaw area oh boy okay so yeah that was intense i had to have my jaw wired shut for a month and i just like drank <laughs> soup <laughs> it was awful oh boy uh that was when i was 18 and it was really intense so that that's probably you know it wasn't like an um, an accident <laughs> it's yeah. just like i grew a little weird there and they fixed it wow um, so yeah probably Still. that Pretty intense, yeah. It was intense. I would never do it again. <laughs> uh, 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Habit of mine I want to break. I think, and I've mentioned this a couple times, when I was, like, growing up, I had a lot of very, I had very low self-esteem and body image issues and stuff. And I think I still have a lot of that. I struggle with that as an adult. Um and hopefully I get over that someday. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> I've gone to therapy and stuff. I work on it. Um, but I'd like to love myself more. But Aww. it's hard to in life. And I think at least now I know as an adult, a lot of people struggle with this. So I feel less alone in it. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get more of that self-deprecating vocabulary out of my language and, and stuff like that. I think that would be good for me. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh at the home stretch time here, 90, have you ever lied on your resume? Gosh, you know, may I don't think so. I've been, I've had a weird career path where I haven't needed like traditional resumes a lot of the mm. time of like either just giving them my work or, yeah, I guess I don't think so. Okay. Honestly, I like haven't, I don't even remember the last time I updated my resume. It's been like a decade. Wow. <laughs> Not the, hey, if you can still get by without it, that's even yeah. better. That's, well, I work uh, for myself now, so yeah. I don't need it for me. <laughs> 91, have you ever punched someone in the face? I've never punched anyone, but I've, I would love to punch a Nazi. I'll tell you that. Uh, number one. Seems number fun. two, I've slapped people. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, not 
I don't know. I feel like it was always like it's, it was like joking with friends. I've never really I've thought about it, but nothing serious. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Oh, yeah. I've been to one. Um, there's one in near Portland, actually. Um, and I didn't go nude because I felt weird because it was like all old people which is fine and i respect their choices but i was just kind of like i got there and i was like i don't know i feel (laughs) awkward now i feel like i just felt uncomfortable and then i didn't do it that's fair but you went because of the old people but like i was like happy to see that they were enjoying themselves and i thought about myself in their position and i was like i don't know if i want that right now (laughs) more than fair more than fair 93 somehow not the realest question When was the last time you cried? The last time I cried. Um, Oh, my God. I feel like it's probably good that I can't remember off the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, probably around when we were leaving Oregon because of the wildfires. That was pretty fucking stressful. Um, And I've honestly been having some asthma issues since then. And I've cried over it because asthma fucking sucks. So I guess fairly recent around that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, 94, what's something you've done and will probably never do again? (laughs) Um, something I've done and will probably never do again. (laughs) So topical. Crunch! I've, like, crunched a lot of my own games and stuff and game development, and I'm just too old for that shit. (laughs) And if I had to go to a studio where they, like, enforce that, I'd be such a bitch about it. I would not let it fly. I hate it. I think everyone should work, like, their schedule strictly and should not work extra unless, I guess, they really want to. But also, like, then that sets a poor example for other people, etc. I've been through it. I don't like it. I think it sucks. I think capitalism has just led us to this point, and it's sad. We should just stick to a schedule and commit to it. Don't yeah. overwork yourself. It's not worth it. <laughs> Go home, people. Yeah. Stop doing this. Um, 95, best compliment you've ever received. Best compliment. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, my God. I don't even know. That's a hard one. I think that the other day I was doing an extra life stream and I had this great sort of like crab outfit on. I had these crab glasses with crab claws that move around like on the glasses and they're really funny and everyone really liked the outfit and I was really proud of it and it was for charity. So I guess that's the last compliment I remember that I enjoyed was people thinking my outfit was funny. (laughs) I, I like that. Crab yeah. glasses, winning again. I always do crab-themed stuff for charity streams. I don't know why, but it just became a thing randomly for me. <laughs> oh. Weird question, but was it for Extra Life? I know they're yeah. doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I did a stream of my own a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. It was That was one of the most fun things. I barely stream. I'll stream like once every three months or something. Yeah. And I did that, and it was um, amazing. It was so cool. amazing. Everyone's so generous. I love it. Yeah, I love Extra Life. It's oh. so great. Uh, 96... Tell me a joke. A <laughs> joke. Uh, <laughs> so another good way to refer to sex is to just call it heavy shrekking. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like a joke in terms of like structure, but I think the phrase is funny. <laughs> I Yeah. 
Heavy there's actually some history behind it. It was at Magfest one year ages ago. Magfest happened at the same time as Shrek on Ice, and that's when the term came to life. The perfect storm, if you yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I say heavy Shreking sometimes, and people are disgusted, and I will never get sick of it. <laughs> that doesn't enter my vocabulary. I'm going to be very disappointed <laughs> in myself. <laughs> Uh, 97. 97 used to be a real lousy question that I wrote, but has since been replaced with the listener question of the week. Uh, so if any of our lovely listeners have a question that they want asked on the show, it's a uh, 99. And that's, of course, the number 99 questions pod at gmail.com or 99 question pod at Twitter. Um, so this week's question is from Crater. Thank you, Crater. Uh, he says rank, but I'm going to say maybe throw out an example of, uh, but I'll read it verbatim how he sent it. Rank the best instances of high school age protagonists attacking and dethroning God in Japanese <laughs> video games. Ultra specific. Uh, I'm the right person to ask that though. But I think. exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Wait, That's... did they say high school? Uh, ooh, let me double check. High school age. So, you know, a little wiggle room there. Okay. Definitely. I mean, because we've been talking about Final Fantasy, like, oh, my God, there's just so many examples. But Yuna is probably my favorite example from Final Fantasy X. Mm -hmm. And, well, I guess actually she's past high school age in X, too. So let's just stick to X. And then... I also, I mean, all the, like, My Hero Academia characters, obviously. Um, God, Card Captor Skr, I think they're more middle school age, so I don't think I can do that. I forget the age of the Magic Knight Ray Earth gals, but those gals are fucking badass. I think they're <laughs> high school aged. Uh, so those, and trying to think if I have any other good examples. God, the Magic Knight Rayearth girls are just so fucking good. Also, Princess Tutu. Also, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fucking. Well, she's not. She's a Momo from Xenosaga. She's too young. Anyway, mm. that's my off the top of my head list. <laughs> that's a great. If you had to, uh, since he did say rank, if you had to put one at number one, I won't ask you to rank the whole thing. But what's what's number one of that list that you gave? Oh, Yuna. Also, Sailor Moon and her whole her whole squad also rank like 1.5, probably. Oh, now that I think about Sailor it. Sailor Scouts are so good. I'm just like <laughs> thinking about all my tattoos. I'm like, <laughs> which ones <laughs> qualify? Definitely Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. Excellent question. Thank you, Crater. Um, but we are at 98. What made you want to be who you are today? I think what made me want to be what I am today. I mean, my initial reaction is to like say something about why I'm a game designer, but you know, I'm I'm more than my career. Um, so, So I think, I think back a lot to those years we were talking about before, like, you know, 2004 when I was like 14 ish and I was just getting, I was into video games God, I just realized recently I watched Chobits for the first time when I was like 12. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> so young to be watching that show. So funny. Um, but I think those like early, early internet days for me when I was first making 
online friends when I was super young. Like my parents didn't, they weren't really paying attention to what I was doing online. So I was making a lot of online friends and just like engaging in shenanigans and building websites and taking part in this like early internet fandom stuff. And I think that those experiences really shaped who I am, both in terms of my career and my personality. Because a lot of my like, like my first crushes, my first like intense friendship drama, a lot of my first life experiences happened on the internet. And yeah, so I think, I think that that would be my answer. Yeah, absolutely. But we are at the top of the mountaintop. Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for? (sighs) Let's see. I mean, my shallow answer is for making great video games, because I guess I've put a lot of time and effort into that (laughs) part of my life. Um, But also... I don't know. I just like making people laugh. And that's actually why I really enjoy streaming and making games simultaneously as like a hybrid career. Because I just think humor and humor through social spaces is something that I just love. And yeah, I'd like to be remembered for being funny. I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Yes. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. And I have laughed more than a number of times here today. So truly, Nina, thank you so much. Thank you. you. This was so fun. You did it. I have no more questions to ask. uh, I promise. Um, (laughs) But yes, thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything that you want to uh, plug? Anything you want to put out into the world? Uh, anything you want to slip into the ear of all our wonderful listeners here today? Uh, the floor is exclusively yours. Yeah, thank you. Um, this is super fun. Thanks for having me on. You are super not fi- fl- 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 You're super fl- 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 funny <laughs> and nice. Oh, <laughs> so thank sweet. you for being a good host. Um, also, shout outs to I think. Rock Party was maybe one of the people that recommended me for the show and anyone else who reached out, shout outs to them. Um, I appreciate that. And if folks don't know me, I'm Nina Freeman. I stream on Twitch like most days of the week now. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on Mary Kish's channel, Saturday on my channel. Um, Nina Marie, N-I-N-A-M-A-R-I-E. That's my Twitch channel, and I am Hintai PhD on Twitter, and my website is Nina Says dot so. Um, you can check out my games there. A lot of them are free. A lot of the early ones, many Flash, so play those before you can't ever again. <laughs> Actually, a lot of my Flash games are also free on Steam, so you'll be able to play them. Um, but yeah, those are all the places you can find me. Um, feel free to ping me on Twitch if you ever want to chat. I'm there on stream all the time. What an absolute treasure she is. Nina Freeman, ladies and germs. And I wish I could talk to her more, and I wish I could embarrassingly misremember more Final Fantasy X cutscenes with her, but we've reached the end of the episode. we got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned that if you're giving an engagement ring as a present, you got to save that for after. I don't care if it's Dota 2 plushes or milk hole collectible t-shirts. you got to save that for after. 
we learned that if you try hard enough, you could change your middle name. You could name your pet after any font you want. But no matter how hard you try, you can't make Nebraska any less long. Sorry. But I gotta go catch up on some anime. And claim a domain for heavyshrekking.com. I'm gonna choose not to explain why here, but... Let me spin the old eight ball and see if I'll see you again in two weeks for a new episode. All signs point to yes. Thank you. And good night.